Welcome to episode three of Barbecue Three Two One Pitmaster Interviews. Today we're talking to Phil and Carmen Breeden of LC Barbecue. We get to talk Barbecue USA. We talk tips and tricks, and we also talk about how they were able to make barbecue competitions their full-time gig. Great conversation. Always fun to catch up with Phil and Carmen. Hope you enjoy it. Episode three. Barbecue. Three, two. Barbecue, three, two, one. All right, we're here with Phil and Carmen Breeden of LC Barbecue. So happy to see you guys. Great to be here. Good to see you again. The reason we're doing these interviews is to promote barbecue on TV as a whole. And more specifically, the new season of Barbecue USA is starting July 10th on the Food Network and streaming on Max. And you guys are in the premiere episode. And not only you, but your son Reed is in it uh, at the American Royal. And uh, we'll we'll talk to Reed here in a little bit. But not only are you guys in season two premiere of the American Royal, you guys were also had appearances in season one. And so now you've had a bunch of experiences being on TV. And I'm, you know, I'd love to hear about how was it being on Barbecue USA? Tell us a little bit about your experience with the casting, the shooting, you know, the whole thing. Yeah. So, man, I think we've, I think we've been filmed three times. Yes, now, we right? have. Yeah. So I would say it's, you know, each time for us, it changed quite a bit. You know, yeah. the first time we, we didn't know we, what to expect. We didn't know what to expect, but what we expected was totally not what it was. Right. right. You know, so um, I think once you do that and then you see it on TV and you kind of play it back and it makes more sense. And obviously there's a level of comfort, comfortability, you know, as it goes on. Sure. First time you've got all these giant cameras and, <laughs> you know, boom. Galen's got the boom, boom out there, you know, it's, you know, it's, it's a learning experience. Yeah. So it's something you kind of have to, for us, being first time, you know, um, you learn a lot. So it's a little easier yeah. the next time and the next time because you kind of know the gig. Yeah. I mean, did it, you know, did it change your game up? Did it, did it, um, you know, cause you any difference in your cooking? Did you do anything different? No, I don't think so. Uh, the first time we got filmed in Cedar Park, you know, and in my mind, the biggest part was I need to win this contest. Right. right. So man, man, if I need to, if I need to elbow a camera, I will, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, so it was, I was really just laser focused and kind of more just paying attention to the cook to not let, any distractions in and the next time we went to Alabama in season one and uh man the guys were floating around I think it was a little more relaxed but at the American role you know man we were just doing our thing and then you know yeah. we, we've met y'all a few times now it's a lot of the crew is the same and it's man it's just like another cook-off so yeah. it was a learning experience and uh no I don't think any of the three cook-offs we I don't think it affected our game I will say man it's just another level you know it's another challenge at a cook-off to have you know, inter- you know, times you got to do interviews. So it's, it's just a little more work uh, to make it all come together. But yeah. super fun. It was fun. Yeah. It, it, I mean, it was always great filming with you guys. I, I think, you know, in, in season one, what people don't realize is when we put this on air, uh, it, we, we shoot for two and a half days uh, and it gets cut down into 40 minutes, basically. And, you know, we follow as many teams as we can, but somebody, some teams get more airtime than others. And it just is the way it falls. Um, uh, and I, I always felt bad in that first season. Um, you guys didn't get a ton of airtime and we, I mean, you still made it in the, in the 
you know, the, yeah, sure, the top sure. of the show and all the other stuff. But then when we had the chance to film with you guys, American Royal, I thought it was great. And you, you could tell, I think also just you guys felt more comfortable. I think you're right. It's, yeah. it's an experience thing. Yeah. I don't think it's the uncomfortableness of, you know, the first time being filmed and then, you know, it's a process working up to that too. You're interviewing a lot of teams from Texas and we're talking to those people. Hey man, you get a call, you get an email, you know, yeah. so it's exciting just to have those communications. And then when you guys are like, Hey, you are one of the teams, you know, it's like, man, it's exciting, you know, yeah. not being on TV before and, and you, you know, so not being uncomfortable with cameras around and this and that, but just, us not knowing how that process goes, right. the unknowns more than anything, right? right? So after the first time, man, we know a lot more how the, you know, eh, kind of the flow of things are going to go and ju it just whatnot. So I think the first time it's just, man, figuring out the unknowns to me. Right. What do you, what do you I mean, would you recommend it? Well, I'm sure you've had people say, hey, should I do this show or not do the show or, or things like that? Man, I would totally recommend it. I mean, it's super fun. The crew, you guys, you guys are just, man, you're amazing. Yeah. You know, if you've never been in that experience, you just kind of, again, don't know. But you guys are people doing your thing just like we're cooks doing our cooks. So right. super, you know, you're awesome at your job. You make it easy for us with little pointers of don't worry about it, right? And I would say anybody that's on there, just be yourself, you know. You're on there for a reason. I feel like the season one teams that we've met, we keep seeing over and over again. You're right. It's like pretended family of the barbecue world. For sure. 100%. Um, I mean, we're, we're not, you know, we're not in there every weekend with you guys, but uh, every time we see you, are like, we haven't even left. It's all family. So how many times have you been to American Royal? Uh, that was four for us. Four. Man, the American Royal is our favorite contest yeah. to cook annually. If we could only pick one contest, it would be the American Royal. There's 500 teams jammed into the Speedway. Anybody in barbecues there, you know, and not only do you have your Texas buddies, but 21, I cooked in 17 states. So, man, then you go see, it's like a gigantic family reunion once a year. Yeah. And, man, the walks at the Royal, to me, I've done over 300 contests. And, man, I still get goosebumps for a walk at the Royal. Yeah. You know, it's just something about that big atmosphere that's just super pumped, man. 10 big speakers lined on both sides of the stage and just a lot of energy and man, super fun, super fun. You know, obviously the other thing with the Royal is doing all the different meats. And I know yeah. you guys don't typically do that, right? Like do you go to the Royal and do the ancillaries most of the time or is that, was that? Special? No, so every year we've done it four years. Um, we obviously do the four meats on both days and we've always done the turkey smoke and we've always done the sausage. Yeah. Uh, I think we had, or maybe the first year we did. First year we didn't do um, sausage. They don't cost money. And we, we were fortunate enough, our second year in, in Turkey, we got a sixth place, right? Yeah. So we walked twice with the roll in Turkey. Yeah. Man, we do pretty much the same thing every every year. We cook the breast, man, we inject it with foul play and smoke it yeah. and then slice it and kind of fold it in there. It looks like brisket slices. And it's done really well for us. Yeah. You know, the turkey smoke. Um, man, you get all kinds of things. You get anything from just sliced turkey to turkey egg rolls and then mashed potatoes yes. and, and, you know, and just kind of really elaborate yeah, sliders. You can bring a yeah. lot of creativity into it. And, uh, and we always play, uh, prefer to play it to the, to the uh, purest yeah, form, the you know, and it's, it's done really well for us outside of the American roll at Turkey Smokes. Um, and I think the turkey smoke folks appreciate and just highlight the turkey. So, so yeah, that's typical for us, but uh, four meats on both days and we'll do turkey smoke and we'll do sausage. And I did dessert too. Oh, you yeah. did dessert I did too. Dessert. I forgot about yeah. that. Yeah. That was, yeah. The, first that was the first year I did dessert. You were into it. 
I remember. <laughs> yeah, Carmen goes yeah. in beast mode whenever yeah, she cooks. I you do. know, she fusses at me because I'm pretty laser focused, <laughs> and you know, it's like a drill sergeant out there when when I cook. And uh, man, you throw her into a category, and she's over there, top, oh, you know, just like Jack. you're in my way. I was like, <laughs> at the Jack, I wanted to win, and I walked away with first place. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. That's awesome. At the Jack, it was awesome. At the Royal, they have the kids queue. Yes. And Carmen, you were in there with Reed. Yes. Uh, supervising and, and Phil, you were kind of sidelined on that one. Uh, but <laughs> yeah. that was a great competition. That was so fun watching the kids. Yeah, it's amazing. The kids do a great job and um, a lot of energy. And Reed's um, competed three times already. And he won it one year. He reserved the first year. And then on AGC, the AGC year before last. Year before last so. And then. Yeah, he, he got sixth place. Spoiler alert. Yeah, spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah, spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll see how he does this year. You know? Yeah, yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, Reed getting filmed was probably funner than any of the times yeah. with the cameras because, and he just, you know, give him. 10,000 viewers and he wants 20,000, you know, he yeah. can't get enough of it. He eats it up and just, he loves it. He's comfortable doing it. Mm -hmm. He's fun to watch. Very entertaining. So yeah. that was super cool. Super cool. <laughs> no, it was great seeing him and, and him and Michael just hit up. Michael's so good with the, yeah. with the kids. And how was that like meeting, you know, now you've met him a bunch of times now, but uh, meeting Michael Simon uh, out on the road, like what was the expectation? You know, we do watch a lot of food network, yeah. a, lot, a lot of cooking shows and, um, and we've watched Michael on, on uh -huh. TV for, I don't know, 10 years, years or seems like, you know, not even paying attention. And fast forward 10 years, we had no idea we'd be on the show with Michael Simon. Right. So really uh, meeting, meeting him the first time, you know, I would say he's kind of just like he is on TV. Yeah. He's real transparent. You know, it's just Michael being Michael, right? Yeah. Super down to earth. Um, and uh, makes you feel comfortable and, and makes you feel like you've known him for 10 yeah. years. You're right. He's only met you just a short time, but man, you feel like you've known him for 10 yeah. years. So and Michael's awesome. He's really easy to talk to. How, how has your year been so far? Like, are you, what else have you been hitting? You did first place at Jack. When was that? Um, yeah. So yeah, after the role. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, we cooked the jack. It was we, we we had seven wins, so we autoed into the jack. It was our first time to the jack, which was man out of Texas. It's real special because we just don't have as many state championships as other states. Not having a blanket, so just getting to the jack was really awesome. Again, a new experience. So you know, just little things like man, where do you load in? Where do you do this? Yeah, you, you know, it's a lot of new stuff. And for me, like those first ones are always I gotta you know I gotta figure out everything. And I want to know what's happening. So, but did really well there. Uh, I hit sixth place brisket. Um, one slot shy of a barrel head, which would have been really cool. But Carmen brought us home a barrel head. She did. Um, she did dessert at the Jack, and she also did the uh, open. the open, mm -hmm. and and she hit first place with a perfect perfect, um, and got a first place barrel head. Wait, in life. in in the dessert? What no, the in the open. In the open. In the, in the open. open. Yeah. So what what would you do for the open? I did um, steak and shrimp, and then also with the grits. Ah. Shrimp and grits instead. Yeah, she did shrimp and grits, yeah. and you know she makes these cups and kind of puts the grits in there, and then um, they were in little grill, irons grills the shrimp, and then kind of glazes them. They're delicious. Yeah. And then cooks fillets, you know, quite a few of them, and man, she'll slice it and kind of throw it up in there. Yeah. That perfect bite. Yeah. And she's killed it with that. Man, are you are you guys going back this year? Um, we're yeah, we're trying to. <laughs> we're trying. You know, um, we've got. 
we've got four right now, so we need three more in the next two months. Um, but man, it, cooking's been great. Um, like I said, we got four GCs, you know, bunks for the jack. We had a couple more that didn't that didn't meet the criteria. You know, I think they weren't state championships. Right. They were like forty something teams. Got to be fifty if it's not a mm-hmm. state championship. So we got a couple more GCs in that man. A, a pile Reserve. of reserves. Yeah. You know, it feels like we should have eight or nine wins right now. We mm-hmm. just man, we've done really well with reserves and thirds at really big cookoffs. Uvalde's one of those, right? Y'all were there filming, and mm-hmm. uh, man, we had a really good day at Uvalde, but just came up a couple short. So cooking's been great, man. We if we're not winning it, we're in the mix. So mm-hmm. um, it's good. So let's let's back up just a little bit. Tell me a little bit about your background. What was your entry into the barbecue competitive world? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, I've always liked to go to the deer camp, you know, um, it's always a fun place with your buddies. You cook good food, you hunt and drink beer, a good time. Right. And I always found myself cooking a lot. I've always loved to cook and had a smoker up there. Me and my buddy were probably three times a week. We're up there cooking something on the smoker and it was turning out good. Obviously everybody ate it was like, man, it's the best I've ever had, which is the people always say that about free stuff. So, (laughs) (laughs) It's like, man, you should do you should do a competition, a barbecue competition. And I'm like, they have those. You know, yeah. that shows you how much I yeah. know about it. Goes, yeah, yeah, man, there's one next month. I'll get all the info. I'll get us signed up. We'll cook it together. He had cooked for like I think four or five years. Mm-hmm. You know, four or five contests a year, so he had experience in the barbecue world, and he could hold his own, right? So, needless to say, we go do that cook off the the next month, and uh, man, it was chicken, ribs, and brisket, and they called the top three, and they called top three chicken, which man, I felt. Like, this is like, we could never cook anything better than this. There's yeah. no way it could lose, you know, not knowing any more than I knew. I mean, they called those three chicken and it wasn't us. And then they called, but they got to the ribs. They called those top three and it wasn't us. And then <laughs> I'm like, man, what are we going to do next weekend? Yeah. We're going to the beach or something. <laughs> yeah. Play golf. And, uh, they got down to first place brisket. And it was, it was ours. We had first place brisket. So uh, we were probably right. getting that call changed the course yeah. of the next 10 years or yeah. so. Yeah. And, and just the course of. I mean, really our lives so yeah. man, at the time you know it was just a hobby I cooked maybe a dozen cook-offs that year and the next year and the next year and did really well at those right and 2018 I really got serious I started cooking every weekend and it wasn't just like really I thought of that man I don't really often pick my goals in barbecue the goals end up picking me you know I go cook three cook-offs in a row and it's like man oh, I'm maybe, going next week I'm kind of getting this routine because yeah you know, the first few years, it was load up all this stuff and then you got to clean up and yeah. man, you just feel like, Whoa. man, you work 48, you worked over the weekend, right? It's a real yeah. taxing yeah. And to do back to back to back to back. If you're not accustomed to it or don't have your processes to, to do that, cooking every weekend is, is very, very hard, right? Yeah. But in 2018, I started cooking every weekend and just three weeks in a row turned into 37 weeks in a row, turned into 85 weeks in a row. And I don't remember, I think it was over a hundred weeks in a row that, you know, I cook, but yeah. and did 15, 18, 15, and 19. Um, 2020 was COVID yeah. shortened year, and we shortened. did 35. Yeah. Um, like 51 the next year, and I think 54 last year. Mm-hmm. So we cooked 50 contests a year, uh, taking it seriously. And um, and I had a chicken injection that that I had come up with, and back in 2018, cooking every weekend, I figured out, mm-hmm. you know, how to get that in a in a in a bag and get a label, make a label and then have a product to sell, which was a learning experience. And um, the barbecue world's real good about pointing you in the right direction. Mm-hmm. I know that Dennis Butterworth, War Pig Barbecue was real instrumental. He, he's yeah. got a sauce and kind of pointed me in the right direction with the right folks. And July of 2018, I released Foul Play um, under LC Barbecue. So, you know, our 
team name have been Lucky Charms for those first um, three or four years and having a product. Mm-hmm. And I just didn't really want General Mills mooching off of me. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're tired so, of that. You need yeah, to- you know, and I'm like, man, I'm going to be out there and they're just going to be selling all this cereal because I'm winning. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, it abbreviated is LC Barbecue, and I get that question a lot. How'd that come up? And uh, that that's the backstory of that. And, yeah. And fast forward, um, April 21, um, yeah, I made LC Barbecue a full-time gig, no more day job, right? So I did a career so, change. Yeah, so that, that's your full-time now is full-time yeah. competitive barbecue. Yeah, yeah so it's been just over two years, you know. Um, that's what we do. We do competitions. We develop products, and we bring them to market and share them with the barbecue world. Yeah. That's great. And where and where is everything? Is it on your website, the LC Barbecue shop? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, obviously, uh, direct. We ship all over the country daily. You know, really all over the world. But um, lcbbqshop.com, and then, man, we're in. I'd say probably 50 retailers yeah. across the nation. Um, that's pretty much organic growth. We, we don't really reach out to them, but man, so at some point, their customers go, "Man, do you have this you LC barbecue this? stuff?" So, and yeah. after they get asked that so many times, they'll reach out to us. We'll set them up as a retailer and. Um, you know, in the barbecue world, we all have avenues to where we go get our, our uh, products that we need week to week to, to do our cook-offs. And those barbecue retailers are instrumental in that. And, um, yeah, so either directly online or at your favorite barbecue retailer. If we're not in there, man, just ask them. Ask them to contact us. So we'd love to yeah, be there. That's amazing. I mean, that, congrats on all that success. That's really great. Because um, it is hard. Like, I, you know, talking to all the teams. Most of them have day jobs. When you were doing both, how how difficult was that? Man, it, it, it had come to the point where, um, yeah. man, I'm putting in 80 plus hours over here on a day job, right? And yeah. then cooking every weekend, which with travel, you know, I'm gonna, I know I'm going to put in 14 hours of work on a weekend for a contest mm-hmm. plus travel, right? So if it's five hour drive, that's another 10 hours. So, man, I just had 24, 24 hours of work to that week. I had gotten... Well, and there's 168 hours in the week, and I had got to where the next part we we're going to cut out is sleep. So something's got to give. And the company had grown to a point where we we're at a crossroads of, and yes. we either, you know, back this down and, you know, do this, or we're going to have to make the plunge and, and just make this business work and keep growing like we're doing to, to make it a full time gig. And that, that's how it kind of yeah. went down. So, yeah, that's great. Now, Carmen, when were you here in the beginning or were you a little hesitant or are you like, we're doing this? Where, where, tell me your role coming into this whole cooking world. He, he, he started oh, cooking. Well, you know. once, you know, when he got that first place brisket call, I was screaming my head off <laughs> and I'm like, this is so exciting. <laughs> and our kids, we used to bring the kids and they cook. So, I mean, it just has grown into a family thing, you know? And, um, you know, I help him. I'm a dishwasher, but also I've learned too. I've learned a lot, you know, cooking and stuff and I compete too. And, um, so it's just exciting. It's, I love it. She competed last weekend. She beat me. (laughs) She's competed twice this year. She's beat me both times. Wait, you're competing competing as, as LC or is, is, are you guys my my own team name? What's your chicken on a chain? Chicken on a chain. Uh huh. He gave me the name. Yeah, I like it. I like it. She she served it well. She's probably done, I don't know, a dozen, 15 events over the past four or five years from her first one. And and she's had success at all of them, you know, thinking back. So, 
we're really kind of lucky. She doesn't cook more than she does. <laughs> I'd win less. So. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. That is great. I, I love that. I love that. I didn't realize. I didn't realize you had your own team. I know Reed had his own team. I didn't know. I didn't yeah, know you're, Reed, you had your own team. Reed grew up in the sport. He was. Yeah. He was in. He was in he diapers. Was diapers at that first one where we got yeah. the walk. I think he was only. Yeah, I guess he was like two years old. Yes, in the and, play uh, so, you know, he did his first kid cue when he was three. <laughs> he was yeah. he was almost four, right? So yeah. he was a little older, three year old. And uh, man, he's been doing kids cues for so he's nine yeah. now, six years. So yeah. two thirds of his life, he's been doing kids cue. I didn't get into this sport until I was thirty seven, and uh, man, he got into it when he was three. He's already a world champion with American Royal. Yeah. And um, man, oh, he's, how exciting is that, man? Yeah, when he, man. When he won that. Yeah. He's got, he's definitely got the potential to be the, the Tiger Woods of the barbecue world. So. <laughs> Let's talk gear. You know, over 300 cook-offs under my belt. And I would say easily 80 to 90% of those were, uh, man, just cooked on the pit. I normally cook on. It's just a little homemade, homemade pit that I made. So mm-hmm. uh, that's our primary weapon. All meat's done on that too. So. Okay. And then what about like charcoals or therm- thermometers or like anything else you're throwing at it? Oh yeah, for sure. Um, like when we're talking total round of equipment, man, we fuel our fires with the best charcoal out there. Royal Oak Charcoal is a, is an amazing sponsor of ours, yeah. and just super great people made in the USA. Thermaworks, man. So mm-hmm. I would say probably about it's been almost two years ago. Uh, we all use thermopens, right? Poke the meat, instant read thermometers. Uh, that's like necessary for anybody. Mm-hmm. But they also have some other devices. You know, they have a smoke 4x and I've really come to love that guy. It's got four four probe units on it. So, man, I'm probing my meat. And, and you, if you come over around, say, 9 o'clock in the morning to my pit, you're going to see wires hanging off everywhere. But, man, I, I know what those meats are doing by those temperatures. So I can I juggle. Like in CBA, I'm really cooking seven meats these days. Um, you know, I do uh, half chicken. I do wings. I do ribs. I do money mussels. I do a pork butt. I do a flat and I do a, um, a point in brisket. So seven different meats. And that's a lot to juggle. And then yeah. at nine o'clock, all those meats are going to be on there. Right. And being able to just kind of look back and go, okay, then, then there's a temperature, there's a temperature makes me a better cook. Right. As opposed to open it up, check the meat. Pro- so the electronics have been super helpful in the past couple of years. Let, let me ask you guys, because it is, you are doing it full time now. Like where does the money come from? Does it come from the products? Does it come from winning? Like where, where does the bulk yeah. of, of the money or the brand sponsorship talk to me a little bit about how you make that work? Obviously we do a lot of competitions. We do 50 a year, basically every weekend we're at a competition. We were dependent on our winnings and we win a lot, right? If we were dependent on that, we couldn't keep the lights burning, you know? So right. um, that's a very small portion of it for me. man. if you can break even in competition barbecue, that's a win. Mm-hmm. And if you can break even that's 50 weeks, at least two days, a hundred days of advertising for my products, right? So um, we'll use the competition trail to develop, vet, and advertise our products. So that's a big portion of it, but just not monetarily. All of our income basically comes from, um, you know, our product sales. So one shaker at a time, that's where the monetary part comes in. Um, And we've been blessed to take that one product and four years later have 12 products. Did the sponsors come early on or? No, they did. So early on, you know, I was doing well, but doing a dozen cook-offs at a time. And 
and I'd venture several hours. I've traveled more than most, but those first few years, it wasn't like the animal it's become. That in 2018, when I started cooking every weekend, you go every weekend and you're not breaking even, it's expensive, right? Mm -hmm. So I had probably over 30 sponsors. You know, I had my trailer and I get the vinyl made, they get advertised and mm -hmm. I'm out there, a team that's doing well. So it was win-win, not a huge investment for them, but that, that part helps fuel, right? Helps fuel the, the machine. Charcoal came later. I was with b b for a few years, who was a great sponsor. And then a couple of years ago, you know, moved to Team Roll Oak and been Roll Oak for the past couple of years. And man, that portion of it, man, they keep my fires burning. That's something I don't have to worry about. I'm, I know I've got a quality product and man, they okay. ship it to me on pallets. So um, it, it's awesome to have. So I think it's a conglomerate. You have all those sure. things pulled together and make it work. All right, switching gears. What's your chicken top tip? Okay, well, chicken, I'll stick to CBA. I've been cooking most of that lately. So uh, make sure you get the thigh to doneness and don't overdo the breast, man. It's all about perfect temperature. Yeah, almost. It's and that's cooking the half chicken, right? That's half chicken. That's half, yeah. When you do other contests, are you chicken thighs, chicken legs? I've been legs probably maybe 90% of those, yeah. right? And uh, this year, I, I, I do half chickens in CBA, but I also do wings. wings. And the I think the only KCBS we did was at Cedar Park, Cedar Park yeah. and I did all wings. So, and I'll probably be doing in my mind until something changes. I'll be doing all wings in KCBS. You know, what, so. what do you have? What do you have against thighs, Bill? Man, I don't know. That's a, it's such a good question. Yeah. But, um, because thighs win, and they win a lot, and it's a real nice bite. But I've always kind of man done my own thing and i always kind of like to be doing what most people aren't doing so if anything that's all i could say is it's uh just a little stubbornness mm -hmm. to do something different rib top tip ribs yeah for sure um man don't over smoke them make sure you get them tender tender um even if, if, if we're talking backyard i've never really heard anybody come over and go man these ribs have a nice chew to them yeah. they're real chewy they're real, you know <laughs> Yeah. You're always going to get many fall off the bone there tender, yeah. right? And if you're in competition, just make sure and don't go don't get them go tender over. and don't go over. Pork butt, top tip. You know, we inject ours. We're real heavy with our injections, um, adding that flavor. Pork's a meat that in, in the butt, I think the ribs have more flavor than the butt yes. does. So I think the butt can really absorb a lot of flavor. It can take a lot what you give to it. Man, we, we pump them up with our injections and then, man, we rawhide honey hole outside. Mm. Uh, get a nice bark on there and, and run clean smoke and they'll absorb all that flavor and come together nicely again and just make sure you cook it tender. All right. You're Texas guys. Brisket. <laughs> top tip. Uh, <laughs> man, I like cooking a big, a big marbled brisket. Marble beyond size, yeah. but man, start off with a high quality piece of meat. You know, um, and we're cooking typically Wagyu every week, mm -hmm. normally Snake River Forms. You don't see many people on the barbecue trail cooking anything less than a prime. Sometimes they'll throw in a choice, but man, select sort out there. Yeah. It don't matter if you're in competition or in the backyard, a, a better piece of meat going to make a better yeah, end product. Yeah, want a quality product. Yeah, sure. and then just, uh, man, know your timings on it. Be gentle with smoke. Don't over smoke it. And get a few hours of smoke and wrap that baby up and then get it to, to the right tenderness. Tenderness is your top tip. And 100%. To me, um, it, it can apply on all meats, but it's balance and tenderness. I'm just going to repeat that to where it's just boring. Balance and tenderness. In competition barbecue, it's not often that maybe that best barbecue won, but 
if you can cook something that's really good and pushing the pushing the boundaries on flavor but not, not offending anyone yes. you don't want it yes. too sweet you don't want it too salty you right. don't want it too soft you know if you're going to get comments it's normally they tell you it's t-o-o so if you can stay away from the t-o-o and and then just push the boundary to where you're, you're wanting to bump it but they can't find anything wrong with it if you make barbecue it doesn't have anything wrong with it you're going to win a lot more than the best thing somebody might have ever tasted right that that to somebody might be a, a 10 and to somebody else might be a seven. Oh man this guy liked the spice on there had a nice little heat and right. man this judge is like oh, that thing hot. was on fire he was too hot you know so when you get dinged it can <laughs> yeah. take take you out of the game ancillaries what's your thoughts on that top tips on ancillaries so again, you know, this is a business for us. We don't typically do a lot of the ancillaries week to week. You know, it's just like it's hit or miss with me. I'm like, oh, I'll do I'll do a dessert here and there, or I'll run some beans, or you yeah. Know, so like occasionally, that. it just whatever events, yeah. man. If we feel like doing something, we, we might do beans, or we might do a steak, or whatever that is. But at the big events, at you the know, big events, American Roll, the Jack, Houston Rodeo, Houston Rodeo. Yeah. You know, we go through rodeo season in Texas. You got Humble Rodeo, San Antonio Austin. Rodeo, Austin Rodeo, yes. Houston Rodeo, and man, these are all big events. A lot of energy, like the American Roll. And so that's when I. And so we'll do I'm ancillaries like, yeah. on those. We're like, man, we're kind yeah. of throwing everything at it, and it's just cool. We've been fortunate enough to be on stage yeah. the past two years at, yeah. at in Houston, um, yeah. in the open. In know, the open, yeah. Uh, went Austin two years in a row with the, with the open. So, yeah. man, the open's one of our go tos, and um, steak and dessert, and dessert. dessert and steak. Man, we don't do a whole lot of the like margaritas or Bloody Marys. Beans are occasionally, occasionally. you know, I think I've probably done beans a dozen times over yeah. the course of 300 contests, and I know I have one first place beans, and I was like surprised because like, <laughs> it's always just so like, man, those are great beans, and, and I don't win, so I'm like, yeah. screw beans. All right, one last question: What's the one thing you wish someone had told you when you were starting out in barbecue competitions? You know, you're you're probably going to ease into the sport, right? Nobody's going to start doing contests every weekend like out of the gates. Kind of, you know, we all have kind of have our path there to where you did one. Man, you had fun, you met some new people, and then you decided to do another one. Maybe you get a walk and that kind of, man, your energy grows energy. and you want, want to do it again. But I would say just, man, make sure and keep it on the fun level, right? Um, man, at the end of the day, it's a big barbecue family, and man, we're having fun seeing each other every weekend. Right. I couldn't do it every weekend if it wasn't fun. So, right. man, make sure it's fun. Keep it fun. Guys, thank you so much. Great talking thank with you. you. Great seeing you. Great and, seeing uh, you everyone will be seeing you on july 10th when barbecue usa nice. premieres nice can't wait can't wait yeah Good. looking forward to it barbecue three two one barbecue three two one